different ideas. People know who we are. You get these. So it's, important. I'll tell you, right now, it's good to have things on the table. They, they love me. Yes. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the most prolific, longest-running independent film, media, and entertainment podcast on the planet. If I'm wrong, huge numbers. Huge. They love us. Huge, huge, huge. His name's huge. Clarkson. My name is Jim. Huge numbers. And I'll tell you right now, we're the film thugs, and we're here to tell you everything about movies. Hey, Pancho. Barbaric. It's barbaric. Mm. Has there ever been a time where the movie we're watching lines up better with everything than this? Uh, no. No. I mean, this is... Ugh. Then again, you could have put this on in 85 and like, wow, yeah. this really lines up with oh, what's going really, on. Yeah. You put it on in 78. Yeah. This really lines... Yeah. 68. Yeah. Can I keep going? Yeah. Every, <laughs> every time period. Uh, um, before, we're gonna di- before we dive in, into everything, we'll just say there's a, a continuation of our Criterion year uh, with uh, Matthew Kosovitz Lahane, translating to hate... Fucking spine number three hundred and eighty-one. It's a huge movie. It came out in nineteen ninety-five. It was all over the place. It was big. Uh, the mo- it was very misrepresented when it first came out because they were trying to connect it to Tarantino. Somehow, it's like, all they had is the violent movies they watch. Like there were people in it with guns, yeah, basically. And the only person that does movies with people with guns. It's Quentin Tarantino. I don't know because I don't watch Tarantino movies because he's anti-police because he's terrible. Yeah. You and me both, Donald. Yeah. At some point, okay, but I'm, my next not because he's anti-police. <laughs> I just don't give a shit anymore. Right. My next whiskey wisdom is going to be about this idea that if you're in favor of one thing, you must be opposed to another, and vice versa. Well, yeah. Now that's 2016, yeah. baby. Yeah, that, that is, has yes, the taste. That is Mancha. 2016. Yeah. It is. We are. The most binary civilization <laughs> ever. Yes. That switch is on or it's off. And if it's off, it's because you hate the people who run the light company, you're anti-government, and you're terrible. That's Correct. what we live in now. And if the light's on, it's because you hate the environment and you just want to destroy the world. Ugh. And that's it. That being said, what happened in Dallas is fucked up and evil. Yep. Uh, what happened in Baton Rouge was fucked up and evil. Yeah. What happened in, uh, where was that guy shot in the front seat of his car? Uh, 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 Minnesota? Minnesota? Fucked up. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. All of it is fucked up. Cops can fuck up. Yeah, they can. And criminals can be criminals. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's all the same. And it doesn't mean that all criminals are cop killers or all cops are killers. Yeah. I mean, Grant, right now we are at a time where... if you Again, I analyze statistics. 24 police officers killed this year. Which is bad. It's awful. It's a 40% increase over last yeah. year. And uh, at this point this month, 25 people have been killed by the cops. That's awful. That's terrible. I mean, that both of those numbers are upsetting. They should, they're pause, cause for pause and concern about how everything runs. And it ties directly into La Haine. Yeah. Which is, uh, for those who don't know, it's set in the... Uh, um, the Benelieu, the project, primarily in the projects of Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there was rioting over the, uh, was he beaten or shot? Beaten, I beaten, believe. Uh, this kid from the area who was beaten, critical condition, all the shit going on, the, the, the anger that the people there felt, mm-hmm. the relationship with the cops, right. uh, and the banality of their existence, yeah. uh, and how they react to it. Um, seriously, what, what I, it sucks that the folks who live there have this amped up presence in their life. Uh, but what sucks is that since then that amped up presence has spread to, uh, everywhere. Yeah, that's right. Have you seen the armored personnel carrier that the Leander police have? Mm -hmm. That's fucked up. Yeah. Things escalate. Yeah. Things escalate rapidly. Yeah. And again, so because we have to say it. We are not anti-cop. God, no. At all. No. We are anti-fucking assholes who make it impossible for cops to do their job. I tend to be Mm -hmm. anti-asshole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I stand firmly in that controversial stance. Yes. Uh, But that is... It's like society doesn't have... You don't don't have to be colorblind. No. But it'd be really helpful if you weren't an asshole. Yeah. You don't have to be... Whatever. You, yeah. Just don't be a prick. Right, right. Um, all cops aren't bad. Yeah. All black folk aren't bad. Right. All, any folk aren't all bad. Or all good. Or all no, good. Yeah. And that's the real bitch. Yeah. Is that yeah. we are not 
one more than the other. No, uh, and the uh, memes just don't matter. Nope. Oh, we're just a more light than darkness. And the only thing, if I see another goddamn meme, yeah, li- only oh, light can mm, take out. Only yeah. darkness can take out light. And yeah. Light can take out Miller light. Yeah. Only Bud Light can. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing can do anything. Yeah. We are a fucked up creature. Yes. Split down the middle of good and bad, if you want to use those. Yes. Well, and bad choices and good choices. Yeah, as the uh, as this movie says, the last line of this movie, a society is falling, and as it keeps falling, it says, "Okay, so far, okay, so far, okay, so far, okay, but so it's far." Not the fall. It's not a fall. It's a fucking whirlwind. Yeah. Yes. And it's just yes. taking on different mm-hmm. areas of pause. Yeah. You know, where we are in the suburbs, this is an area of pause. Yeah. Go yeah. thirty minutes. You know, into the heart of the city, it's not. No, it's not. But nope. even within that, there are areas of Paul. Exactly. Exactly. It's a fucking whirlwind. The, people always tend to have this idea that from the day they're born, that's their perspective. Yes. This yes. is the worst time it's ever been. Yeah. It, you see it on Facebook a thousand mm. times. Yeah. We've never been so divided. My yeah. answer is always <laughs> the same. I just write down 1861-1865. Yeah. That's divided. Mm. Uh, how about 1961 to 1965? Even New York Magazine, and yeah. I wrote this down. New oh. York Magazine uh, had an article from Jonathan Chait, though obviously snarky in yeah. his comments about his political rivals, um, said it's it, the article is called "It's Not 1968." Yeah, <laughs> it fucking isn't. No, it so isn't. So grabs. I'm yeah. not saying I'm not trying to diminish no, anything not at, at all. all. No, but perspective will help exactly and the fact that right now we are locked in this ideology uh, ideological hole that says any criticism is anything that is not laudatory therefore means you're right. oh, the worst sorry what happened in baton rouge just fucked up it's fucked and it up. looks bad and if and here's the problem that something that i posted multiple times i have been a teacher for 10 years if i knew that a teacher not even was abusing a student, but had an inappropriate a relationship that I could look at and go, okay, that is really questionable. That is, que- and I didn't do anything about it, and in fact covered it up or justified it. Mm-hmm. Could I call myself a good teacher? No. no, no. Something fucked up happened, and instead of the departments saying, "Well, you know, you got like say, look, this looks bad and it's fucked up. Let's we, investigate. Let's this investigate and go it. Yeah." But just saying, well, you got to understand, a guy can shoot a gun that's in his pocket. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But don't lead with that. Yeah. I mean, my God, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. And let things work, not work themselves out. Let the investigation go forward. Let questions be asked. Right. But don't answer it with some bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Also, I think, and this is another thing, do we allow McDonald's to do its own health checks? I don't know. Do we? Or do we have a government agency and oh, outside? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I got you. yeah, their I own health inspections. Health yeah, health. Inspection. No, we don't. Uh, do we allow uh, doctors to certify themselves? No. Why do police departments investigate themselves? Right. They, and what I'm saying is out of fairness and transparency, because if you want to say we didn't do anything wrong, it doesn't help. And it's like, yeah, the guys in the office next door said we're okay. Right. To have it totally on the table, because in my mind, again, not anti-cop. I think anybody who puts on a badge is saying I want to be held to a higher standard and that standard needs to be unimpeachable. Sure. And there needs to be an external group that investigate this shit so that their findings are unimpeachable because otherwise it's yikes. Oh wow. So a guy you went to the Academy with looked into it and said, well, technically because that is a way where people who are going to support the police. Where would that be? From the national level, I don't know. I think honestly, it should be on a on a local level. It should be an external group of law enforcement, like have somebody from different offices, people like just a group that is managed okay, on the local level. That's the right answer. Yeah, but is separate <laughs> from the police department, uh, uh, a yeah. state sanctioned group or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can get behind that. Some national yeah. thing coming Hell in. No, that's terrible. Because yeah. I can't imagine that happening. Yeah, but just to look <clears> at it and be like, because I'm sorry, the fact that you there are so many cases where you know. A guy is filming, which is legal, an officer who questions him. The guy, then he ends up handcuffed on the ground with a cop literally stomping his face. And the chief saying, well, if he'd complied with orders, wh- what? Yeah. Because yeah. here is my response to any of that shit. Are you comfortable in a country where 
well, you didn't do exactly what you were told means that it is it is open fucking season on you. No. Are you comfortable with that being law enforcement? Because this is not simply a matter of, well, just don't break the law because there are a lot of times where you haven't. Right. And, well, okay, wait, why the fuck are you being aggressive? And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I think, again, one of those, you know, where black people... If there is no racism and everything's fine, would you be willing to change places with somebody who is black that is on the same socioeconomic level as you? No, because 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 racism exists. Yeah, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. Along with this um, lack of perspective. Yeah, you are not going to legislate, educate, pray away, no, uh, work out, Uh program whatever yeah. racism out of human beings. No, you're not. Any more than you're going to educate, pray away, <laughs> program, what deprogram conflict or yeah. war. Yeah. Those things are going to happen. Uh-huh. The problem with having my political stance is I deal with nature as given. Yeah. Not how I want it to be. Yeah. You're not going to change these things. No. Understand me. Yeah. Please, please. If you've never listened to me and you think (laughs) I'm full of shit, I understand why you feel that way. Right. But hear me. Mm -hmm. Racism, conflict, all of the bad things, quote unquote, Uh will never, ever, ever end until the sun goes nova. Yeah. That's true. I mean, look at the, the stories from the uh, filming of Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Uh, the There were what? The chimpanzees, the gorillas, and the... They segregated themselves. Yeah, they segrega- segregated naturally. themselves. Just naturally. It's just what they did. Because that's what people do. Now, racism does get better. Anyone who's like, we're the oh, most racist course. we've ever been Sir, just hasn't again, paid attention. Those, but yeah. we're, that's an area yeah, of the pause. That's worst everywhere. That's yeah. just, a, just a, yeah. a, a zone of pause. Right. There you know. are areas where it is bad, yes. real bad. Yeah, but and and and, it, and pick any goddamn side. I'm not. It's not yeah. one against the other. Uh-huh. You you want to think that it's improved in certain things in South Africa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has. Apartheid and the, yeah. and the regime that was in power there yeah. is no longer spreading their racist agenda. Yeah. It's flipped around now. Yeah, and white farmers are being killed. Yeah. Not en masse. It's no, not no, like no, some uh, fuck killing yeah. fields or, or you know, the yeah. Chimer Rouge. But shit has flipped yeah. around. But it's the same thing. It's, yeah. it's evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People doing evil to yeah. one another. People That's kind of what we do. We've always done that. We're real, real good at it. Yeah, we were fucking tops like that is finding the cleavages between each other and it, it's yeah. finding a reason it's whatever it is and that's what i love the, the the thing howard stern said that i i think is the best when he was talking about uh george takei's gay activism mm-hmm. the best thing george does is come on this show that's right because it's like i will use jackie robinson fucking people in brooklyn could be hugely racist but jackie's good Okay, guess what? You're not entirely racist. There's just a crack there. <laughs> yeah. The most beloved member of the Brooklyn Dodgers was Roy Campanella. Right. Half black, half Italian. Right. They loved him because you couldn't not. And that's the thing where people are like, oh, that's just that. Well, he's one of the good ones. No, 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 no. No. That <laughs> no. is people saying, hey, that guy, that's a good guy. Maybe. Huh. And you that know, changes your thinking. And, and understanding... Yeah. And accepting differences between cultures, races, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And being able to be cool with the differences to the point of busting each other's balls about it. Yes. That's where we need to be. Yes. That Not is, yeah. we're all the same. We yeah. are all one. Everyone have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's not who we no. are. That's what we're being for. And that's why, that's, that's why the whole microaggression thing kills <sighs> it. Asking an Asian person where they're from is racist. <laughs> no, it's not. It's how you learn about that person. Right. That's why I knew a guy back in college, a Korean kid named Ben Howard. He was adopted by white folks. Right. And he learned about his, was There was a dude we knew named Simon. Yes. So where are you from? Hong Kong. And Howard goes, so you're British. Like, yeah. <laughs> really, Ben? <laughs> nice. And that's, again, you're right. Getting to where you're breaking each other's balls yeah, over it. That's where... It, that's where it, it gets to being okay because not everything is hateful it's, it's and not, racist It's not the fucking awful. 90s anymore. No, which it I'm encouraged yeah. by these very culturally specific comedies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, off the Boat, I think. Off the, fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat, Blackish, Black-ish yeah. and the uh, the, uh, 
the Irish Catholic one. Oh yeah, um, uh, the the real O'Neills. The real O'Neills. Those three are fantastic. They're all funny, uh-huh. and every one of them um, has elements that I go, "Oh, that's funny." Yeah. But but being from a, a white Catholic family, yeah. like that's fucking dead on. Yes. Yeah. And oh, funny. Blackish is really. Char- but I don't look at Blackish like, yeah. oh, I can't laugh at that. Yeah. Dion Cole as Charlie on that is great. Like maybe I could, like he asks if he could go spend the weekend with this the family doing this thing. He's like. Oh no, man, we can't. That's all right. My neighbors threw some magazines out. I could just read those. <laughs> like, oh my fucking god, that is so good. That it's is so all, fantastic. It's all fucking funny. And it's it is it's the ability to break each other ball uh, balls over and realize that breaking your balls is not the same. And that, as and, fire breathing, one hundred percent hate in their heart. Mm-hmm. Want to yeah. kill you, racist. Yeah. And it's not because it's not that. And there is a difference between ball breaking and racism. Huge. Yes. There's a vast, chasm a vast chasm between them. Shaka bra. Yeah. There's a huge difference between the two, right. and it's obvious. What is it? It's somebody you know who makes just a small joke. My favorite joke. One of my roommates in college at the Dobie, my second year, my sophomore year, living in the Dobie at UT. We're watching John Singleton's Higher Learning. Yeah. And there's a really intense scene. Now, my roommate, Doug, was, he was half black, half white. Mm. And there's a scene where there's this dramatic back and forth, and Tyra Banks' character is like, you talking to the, I forget who it is, but the, the black guy in college, mm. you don't think I know what it's like? You don't think that when something goes missing in my room, in my room, my roommates don't look at me? You don't think that makes me angry? And there's a pause, and Doug goes, normally I just give the shit back to him. <laughs> God. Oh my God. That ball break is great because you do that in everything. Like yeah. if, if you can't do that, then every, every interaction you have with someone is disingenuous. If you can't fuck Ugh. with each other because everything you are I mean, measuring, it's not, it's not what every is, sentence yeah. of your, inter, of no, your interchange, yeah. but there is, interplay. if you're but, always uh, thinking, well, what's the right and correct, oh my God. then you're not being genuine. One of our closest friends is Gino Garza. Yeah. Not Scottish. No. Uh-uh. And we're, we're always exchanging f- bullshit like that oh, God, over yes. the phone or on, yeah you know, are you person. kidding we won him to the dirks to the campbell dirks presidential tickets with carnitas para todos see and big red only on only in bottles or on draft nothing in cans no no cans no cans big red for you bunch <laughs> yeah no. and that shit if, and he busts that right but oh yeah. it's a back and forth and if you don't have that back and forth like these three guys you look at the three guys in hate yeah Arab, Jew, black guy. And no, it's not African-American because he's French. So Afro-Franco sounds weird. Uh, My favorite is if it's somebody in England, would it then be Afro-Anglo? I I, I don't know. (laughs) So just to save time. Hmm. The black black guy. guy. Yeah, the the black guy. He is. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. The the boxer. The what other forms yeah. of what other forms of identity can I? You know, the, uh, the guy with make, the, make me feel more comfortable. Yeah, the guy with the cornrows. Oh, I see. Yes, that guy. Yeah. Hmm. Th- there are three guys who, right off the bat, they everything in the media tells us. Well, they hate each other. Right. They must absolutely hate each other. Right. Uh, but what's weird is you go in this ghetto. They go like it begins with them in that little cookout. Yeah. That is the most fucking together group of mixed races ever. Oh, yeah. It looked like modern-day Sesame, Se- yeah. Sesame Street. It was like a goddamn Benetton ad. Let <laughs> me get this, make sure we have everyone here. Yeah, yeah. And what I love is the one guy, the, uh, the guy Saeed's brother, mm. he's the best fucking character in there because he's yeah. just, hey, hey, everybody just be cool. Everybody just calm down. Be polite. We Everything don't have right. fucking anything else to do. Mm-hmm. There's no jobs for us to have and otherwise yeah. occupy our time. Yeah. Except cook hot dogs on the roof uh-huh. and just smoke cigarettes yeah. or whatever. And the people uh, there, unfortunately in those areas, the people that are fucked up tend to outnumber just because there well, yeah. a whole lot of people without jobs. There's a great HBO. Poverty uh, will do that. Oh, God, yeah. There's a uh, a limited series because it's not a mini series anymore. They call it a limited, limited series. So important, so important. Limited. Really, it's limited. It's great. It's wonderful. I will tell you, they're, what they're doing with that, it's the best. 
I've the, seen them. The love I've it. seen them. I love it. They're great. It's wonderful. I'd also love another beer. <laughs> All right. So important. <laughs> another beer. The the Donald Trump is our new Christoph. Yeah, Wall. it's true. <laughs> Pancho. Hey, Pancho. Big beers, okay? <laughs> Can Ivanka bring that to me in a bikini? Oh, That'd be great. Ah, but um, oh my, the uh, it's called "Show Me a Hero," and it is about the uh, affo- uh, the the affordable housing fight in Yonkers, New York. Mm-hmm. True story about them forcing this shit and the fight they had against it and losing all the shit. And finally, yes, we fucking have to do this. But this guy came up with the dude who's in charge of it, who designed it, was like. No, they cannot be. They everyone has to have a front and a backyard. They have to have their own land. It cannot be these big buildings with yeah. stairwells and the big common areas. Mm. That way, the people have buy-in. They feel like they are part of the community. It is a different, and those it works. And that is being looked at now Good. as this is how you fucking fix these problems. It does require more land and all that shit. But yep. when you give somebody a yard and a house it's a different you know when somebody's in that scenario it is very different than oh uh, yeah i'm just in this big apartment than, than a cell mm-hmm. with a with yeah. nicer television yeah where you are uh sharing a room with your sister Oof. that's just weird that's just weird but well, thank you yeah this it's it's one of those things where this is very much like a parisian uh do the right thing yes and and it's a thing where like i I am very conscious of the way that the police operate just because I believe in my rights. I believe in everybody's rights and I want to make sure that shit's being protected. I also realize that as a white dude living in Leander, my interaction with the police are a vast chasm. Yeah, we're in a a pause. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For sure. If you are a black guy living in the fringes of South Central L.A., it's a different fucking of course, world. Of course, doesn't it is. matter how nice a guy you are, you're going to be treated differently. You're in an area that is known for a certain kind of behavior. Yeah. Uh huh. So the law enforcement in that area respond in kind. Yeah. They're not yes. going to be all fucking okie dokin and like, hey neighbor, how yeah. are you doing today? Uh-huh. Yeah. Got any plans? Yeah. No. They're going to have their hand on their gun, uh-huh. and they're going to be they have their hair on the swivel the entire time. Exactly. Does that mean they need to shoot some motherfucker through the nope. fucking window? Nope. No. No, 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 but, no. But it does mean they're going to be on higher yeah. attention than they would be in Leander. Exactly. And that's the thing with this is it's these cops who are amped up and because of that, you've got these people who live there that are... Overworked, yeah. understaffed, God knows. Yeah. Don't and, get paid shit. Yeah, and when these guys interact with the cops, when these dudes are like in the nicer areas, like, God, cops here are so different. Like, dude called me sir and was nice. Yeah, when, he's not. he doesn't have to deal with yeah. an amped up situation with yeah. his uh, people in his area. Yeah, and then but then on the other side, when you're the person in that area and every interaction you have with the cop is, oh, I didn't Absolutely. signal... I didn't signal 100 feet continuous... So yeah. I'm out of the car laying stomach down on the concrete as mm-hmm. a ticket is being written. Yeah, no. It, 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 the f- and the way you approach the police is different. And it ends up being this cycle, this yeah, fucking whirlwind falling down. Eats itself. What I love about the when we start going into this shit is we are expressing stuff that people on both sides, the most hardcore leftist is listening to is going, yes, you are correct in that. But no, and the most hardcore right wing. No, yes, that's cr- but no. Like, yeah, this is what happens. It is what it is. You and I. And I'm are, pretty fucking hard right, guys. Yeah, you and I are very <laughs> much the same thought. No matter where we fall on political things, <clears throat> you and I both refuse to assign simple solutions to complex issues because there's nothing more complex <laughs> yeah. on this planet yeah. than us. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> There isn't a simple answer, and the search for a simple answer has only led to... Let me see. Hold on on a second. It rhymes with murder, terror, (laughs) queuing, and goddamn chaos. Yeah. Stop looking for a simple answer. Hey, you know what? Humans are the only animals that drink the milk of other animals. (laughs) We're also the only animals that build cars. Yeah. Make movies. Fly in airplanes. (laughs) What kind of stupid bullshit is that? Have magic wands in our pockets called phones. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. There is. And it's. it's, We're uniquely beautiful and uniquely uh, terrifying. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. 
Um, that's fucking. That's hard to live with. Yeah, that's hard to get your head around. Uh-huh. We want to think everyone's one thing or another. We're not. The only animals that are as bad as us in a certain regard are dolphins because they are some raping motherfuckers. And birds. And birds, birds are cunty. Oh yeah, but this movie, right, Joe Rogan? Yeah, this movie presents a very balanced look at it. It I is think. pretty balanced very, because you see these are fu- and. As as you get older, you look at things like you know, Boys in the Hood, mm-hmm. Menace to Society, and uh, I think uh, fucking Straight Outta Compton is really goddamn good. Mm-hmm. That tr- what what a lot of people were responding to when they see you know do the right thing is oh this is terrible. Can you believe this person? Like you don't live their experience. Like did Mookie <laughs> do the did Mookie do the right thing? <laughs> Why are you able to ignore the fact that Radio Rahim is fucking dead? Right. Uh, because some property got destroyed, you know, and it is a. And, but also at the same time, my feeling on all of it is, if you're wearing the uniform, the higher standard of behavior is on you, no matter what. Normally, yeah, yeah. If you are the professional, then it's all you. And the same reason I say, I, de- I say normally because it depends on the situation. I deal with. <laughs> you run into a fucking full on riot. Oh god, yeah. I mean, yes, you should be held to a higher standard. I but sometimes with, someone's cracking you in the back of the head. I deal with back. children. Right. Calling me motherfucker, and I and I can't. I have to maintain a right. professionalism, or I will be. So sure. yeah, I know what it's like to have disrespectful assholes being disrespectful assholes to your fucking that's what face, they're gonna do. And you can't do shit about right. it. Right. And the more shit I do in response, the worse it gets. it gets. And it feeds a cycle. That's why there's look up online, there's a video from a Los Angeles news station about the cop in in, in LA I was telling you about who has been writing traffic tickets for like 20 years Mm. and has had zero complaints filed about him because he's like, when I come to you, I'm not above you. We're on the same level. I'm going to talk to you and say, hey, you're not Hope's mom in Oklahoma getting pulled over for going one mile over the speed limit and then lectured. Nice. Well, no, man, you got to understand it to say like one Mile over the speed limit. Barbaric. That's 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 one of those things where it's like, give me a ticket, I'll challenge it in court. Let me see the calibration record for the for the for the speed gun. In the cops' defense, mm-hmm. you don't know what she had planned. That's true. You don't. Could have could have been terrorists. The fire rises. Mm. You're you're in a one mile an hour rush to get somewhere. That's right. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Where's the fire? So okay, yeah, there's a plan. <laughs> But again, it's, and on the other side, folks got to understand, yes, you are in that area, not doing anything wrong, but realize. You're in the wrong area, man. These are cops with area. You're dealing with cops who have fucking dudes shooting at them. In this fucking area. Yeah. That's, they are going to, they are dealing with it. Like my life is chewing gum in the DMC. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Both sides have very valid, very valid points. And the sure. minute that you disregard one of them, you are in a position where, oh, so you don't want things to get better. Right. You don't no. want that. You uh, would rather stand and say, well, oh. I understand both sides. Oh, you would. Oh, oh, God. Oh, well. Oh, my, I, my I'd God. Rather, I'd rather stand there and say, because here's, here's how I look at it. The here's, malaise of poverty. What, is it, what does he say when they go to the, uh, the art gallery? Yeah. Um, they're making oh, a oh. Big... oh, yes. The malaise of the ghetto. The malaise of the ghetto. That's yeah. the... Uh, the the rich uh, the, artistic types yeah. see at, them leave. Oh, the malaise of the ghetto. Oh yeah. See, like he understands. Them. Yeah. Like he understands. Yeah. Uh, like some fucking white academic understands the black experience. Yes. As much as uh, Lamont Hill understands my experience. Yes. See, there's the thing too. Uh huh. You don't understand mine either. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm privileged. Yeah, absolutely. Very yeah, privileged. Yes. But you understand that either. You yeah. don't. No, you don't. Or you don't you? know what it means. But here's or, what I do. Uh, I don't understand it either. Yeah. I don't pretend to. No. Nope. Nope. Uh, a wise, uh, a fool knows everything. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, and I say the closest I come to knowing quote unquote poverty was when I lived in that garage apartment. Eh, sure. We've tasted it. Yeah. But I, I can I mean, tell I you that spectator. from fucking cradle poor. I, yeah. No, I was not. Well, and let's be honest at most you and I, you and I understand the idea of poverty in the same way that C. Thomas Howell's character in <laughs> Soul Man understands the black experience. Exactly. I kind of watched it a little bit and could stop anytime. Yeah, I lived in that shitty apartment. How long did I have to live there? Well, not very. 
<laughs> and I didn't really have to live there. I just lived there while I was figuring out what to do next. No, I could have made enough calls and been, you know, in a, in a more comfortable place. Uh-huh. I wasn't going to. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I could have. Mm-hmm. You know, I had that option. Exactly. So even the uh, knowing that you have that net there yeah. is a different animal exactly. altogether. Exactly. Entirely different. But I'm not trying to understand either. No, uh-uh. I mean, I'm, I empathize. Uh, exactly. That's all we can do. Yeah, I empathize. And I, I'm not trying to fully understand, but gain a better feeling of it because that would help me in negotiating I just it. have it in my head. That's all. Yeah. I mean, also knowledge remember, of difference. Remember, too, in my job, I have to try and understand sure. it more, just because you know. Of course, you got a kid who comes to school every morning in the back of a uh, day laborer truck. Yeah. Like, okay, do, I kind of gotta understand what the fuck's going on. Do there. I work yeah. directly yeah. every day with the poorest among us? Oh hell yeah! Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Communicate yep. on a daily a lot basis. Of <laughs> look, Pancho. Big pa- and, I, and I communicate with them that way. They love it. Yeah, you just walk into the look. They love me. They love it. They love, they love it. it. Look, I tell hey, you right now, they think I'm great. Mastil en la esquina. Okay. <laughs> Numero tres barria necesito. Okay. No chingas conmigo. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Papi chulo. Gigante. Right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's. It's a fucking weird situation because it, it it is a time now where this is where you would call me a racist. Yeah, you're playing at home right now. All of the shit feels like a big distraction. These guys don't get away from it because it is such a huge part of their lives right now. <coughs> and they, is, they each have also uh, each character is kind of like a different level of yeah. the kind of uh, cross section of who would live there. Yeah, yeah. So you know. The, the black guy's uh, much more level-headed. Oh, yeah, very, and, very, And just yeah. his eyes on, let's get the fuck out of here. Yes, uh, I've got, and he's even said, I have to get out of here. And you were rooting for that oh, guy absolutely. to get out of there. At any point, just... Yeah. If one just, were to point to the hero of this movie, If it you is could fucking there. dim door him out of yes. the ghetto into some oh, place God, else, yeah. oh, you yeah. want that to happen at any point in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saeed... Slightly more hot-headed, yeah. slightly more erratic, but you can see there's real innocence there, oh, yeah. and just more of a wide-eyed. I'm just trying to get through the day, uh-huh. whatever. And then, then what's his face? Cassell's character. Okay. Here's the beauty: Vins is played by Vincent Cassell, right? Who Hubert is played played by Hubert uh, Conde, and Saeed is played by Saeed Taga Mayo. Not going to say the name because I can't. <laughs> not going to work, gonna work anymore. here anymore. So, yeah, it's one of those things that's very real. And of those folks, let's be honest, the one who gets out is the guy who's sleeping with Monica Bellucci every night. Good job. Good job, sir. My original choice for Blofeld. Yeah. Because it needed to be somebody who was that sexy. Ah. But Christoph, Christoph Waltz was a wonderful choice. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, that you look at him there. You're right. There are levels. There is the guy who is level-headed. The guy in the middle who is, fuck it, I don't know, but... And then, can kind of go either way. Yeah, and Vince, who is... He's just a hair trigger, man. He's fucking angry. Yeah. You know, and that is that that anger that... Looking ugh. for a conflict, looking for a exactly, problem. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He's just a fight waiting to pick someone else. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that shit exists yep. everywhere. You put that in that situation, and it gets problematic real fast. Yes. And that's the thing you got to realize. That, like, who would you have been in that? I would have been more like Hubert... Just because that's who I've always been. I'm like, hey, come on. But you knew people growing up who were looking for a fight. Absolutely. Who were spoiling for that shit no matter what. Oh, something's going down. And it just... Always a problem. Yeah. It just happens how it falls. Now, what strikes me in this movie across the board is what we kept saying. First off, more than anything else, I do not know if there has been a more beautifully photographed non-Kurosawa movie that we have watched for this. I don't know if I've ever seen something about this subject matter Uh that's more beautifully shot. Yeah, oh, it's gorgeous. The opening shot is one of the most amazing things. It is a symbolic look Mm. at what the movie is because the earth, like, okay, and then something falling towards it, and you realize, no, that's the earth reflected in a puddle. Right. Okay, cool. And a Molotov cocktail hitting it. Like, oh, shit, that's really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. But... It goes on from there. The number of long takes, gorgeous compositions, yeah. that fucking Hitchcock zoom. Yeah. For, for 
nothing more than three guys standing on yeah. the balcony. Yes. And just that the city closing in behind them and just uh, it looks like a goddamn curtain moving closer to yeah. them. So many shots of them just sitting around yeah. with nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not by accident. No, no, because that all. that's the thing that, that you know, realizes there's the problem in a lot of the low income areas is there's nothing to do. There's no fucking jobs. Right. There's no activity. There yeah, there's a park, but Guess what? All the homeless junkies that are pushed in that area are going to be there. When they're sitting in that park, like, God, that's such a nice park. And you realize, oh, he's just kicking playing, needles, kicking used hypodermic needles around at his feet. Fuck. Right. You know, and like the parents are barely able to get jobs. Forget the kids getting, oh, get some work experience when they're young. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the number of students I have had in my career is like, yeah, my mom was able to get me a job with her at Whataburger, where right. it's like, you are in oh. a different situation than I've ever been in. You're not going to get that entry level job either if they have a fucking kiosk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I saw the other day at a restaurant here in town. Yeah. And they had a girl yeah. there like offering free cookies if you put your order in the little machine. Yeah. And there were four less people behind the register yeah. than they were before. Mm hmm. A, a month before. Yeah. Like, hmm. That's what's. Huh. That's what's starting to happen, you know? I, and I'm sorry, the, the worst for me is the fucking... Have you been to a Chili's? Tell you it's great. It's <laughs> oh, the little the little kiosk, on the tables, like, yeah. And waiters are basically sitting there having... Just runners. I'm telling you how you are going to phase me out here. And <laughs> I know what that's like because I worked at the Dell factory outlet mm. doing phone sales when they transitioned to a website for the sales on that and had to tell people... Uh, well, here's how you go to the website to uh, eliminate my job. <laughs> here's how that happens. Here's how you do this. You fans can stick it, brother. <laughs> do you want to know what sucks? <laughs> Having to do that yeah, yeah. sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. But I was in such a wildly different situation. I mean, shit, where I grew up, fucking San Antonio was like, yeah, but my parents, like my dad was in the military, so yeah. my mom was home all day with when I was out of school for the summer. Fuck it. it. Patton Oswald talks about this. The reason I became interesting was because my parents were like, oh, God, you got soccer practice tomorrow morning, buddy. You got to go. Like, my folks had shit for me all the time. Yeah. I didn't want to fucking play soccer in Latin America. No. I did. You know what it's like playing soccer in Panama? No, I don't. I really don't. It sucks. You know, it's like playing baseball in Panama. It's awful because it's goddamn hot and humid all the fucking time. Right. But they were always, I had somebody there making sure I was doing shit. My mom didn't start working again until I could drive. Right. Like, there was shit taken care of. And at that point, I was so, like, you and I were both in that situation. We got a point where we were picking shit out for ourselves. We chose the, well, this is going to have me occupied all the time. Think theater. You want to talk about being occupied all the time? Hell yeah. Sure. Then we hit college. Well, everyone's, oh, you're just a theater major. Yeah, bitch, you know how you haven't seen me a single (laughs) night for the past two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. That's because as soon as I'm done with class, I go work prop crew where I have to go out and buy all the shit. Then I'm on scene crew. Then I got to do lighting crew and don't get home until 2 a.m. As far as I was concerned, by the time we got to college, I was like, now I'm unoccupied. Yeah. Yes. No, I don't have to go to a feedlot. Yeah. Yep. My occupation. I was fucking occupied. Yeah. You had some oh. low hours. Uh-huh. Here's some labor. Yeah, Dudley Dudley didn't understand what <laughs> and he's downtime right, And I'm glad was. he did. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm eternally thankful for yeah. him for it, to him for it. But Dudley Campbell's idea of yeah, downtime yeah, was yeah. when you were in the the truck driving between work. Yeah. That was, was downtime. There, <laughs> there was a lot of that. Yeah. Our... our uh, our hours were spent filled with other things. Yeah. But it was wasn't just moving a rock from one no, end of no, the yard yeah. to the other. Yeah. You were but you were doing it shit. was fucking work. Yeah, field the so, post holes. Yeah. 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 Field the dreams was about his dad walking out of the corn uh, and t- digging post holes and fucking yeah, exactly. setting a fence. If you build then it, you he would will be, test it. Then you would and, be in tears, and, yeah. And building a fence all fucking day and then thinking, All right, we did it. Hot damn, that's a good looking fence. Yeah. And here comes your old man in that wagoneer of his backing it up to the post to see how far you dug it in. And if it moved too much, you <laughs> redug it. So I didn't have time <laughs> to 
to run around with yeah. Cassell no, and no. brandish a firearm. Yeah, because totally different world. Which is the crux of the story. Yeah. Is there's a firearm that a cop lost in the projects. Uh-huh. That Turns the, out Cassell has. That the angry guy the angry. found. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the worst fucking yeah, the guy one, to find. Who then you, you then find out later. No, he's the guy you wanted to find it because, yeah, he's angry, but uh, he is fucking sound and fury angry. Right. So, but still, man, that it's that shit where... Uh, nothing angers me more. Nothing annoys me more. Something of uh, Paul Will, uh, Paul Williams. Yeah, I saw that documentary. Still alive. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But he talked about the last time his sobriety fell apart. He's one of those guys who takes his sobriety very seriously and takes other people's sobriety. Like he is invested in helping other people get sober. Right. He was like, I remember I was down in Jamaica and uh, thought, why not? I'll have a cocktail. What's the big deal? <laughs> Several hours later. <laughs> I was standing over Bob Marley's grave with a joint in a hand explaining reggae music to a bunch of Jamaicans. Like, there are people who, wow. that's what happens when it breaks a little bit. Right, that, right. You know, you have to have that control. And, uh, what the fuck was that? Oh, yeah, that is, that is what, you look at it here, there are other people who, no matter their blustery hoopla, nothing's going to come of it. Right. He is the... Oh, God, a few glasses of red wine, and I'm just out of control. I'm you know, out of sorts. Yeah. Uh, Hubert, as it turns out, is the guy who had that shit simmering where it's like... Oh, yeah. But let's be honest. At the end, his reaction was far more understandable. Yeah. That's something yes. where had, had either one of us been in that situation and witnessed that... I would have reacted more severely than he did. Despite all of Cassell's character's bluster, the only one that's getting pushed further and further over the edge of the entire film is Hubert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing after another. Yeah. Despite yeah. his seemingly having his area locked down, uh-huh. knowing the fence in his pro- local fence in his project to yeah. get the things he needs for his family. Right, right. Um, all of that. But the gym... Mm-hmm. They got burned down yeah, yeah. by people in his neighborhood. How did they get the car in there? Yeah. Right. Uh, he, It just gets crushed and crushed and crushed. Mm-hmm. The more things he sees. Yeah. The point when they're coming back on the train and after the uh, uh, conflict with the skinheads uh-huh. and he just kind of silently screams to himself. Yeah. You just know that. This isn't going to last. Yeah. Nope. This, whatever's about to break is going to be him. Yeah. I mean, hell, you look at They walk out of an apartment and they're arrested for... Yeah, and tortured. Yeah. Yep. For what? For just being there. Yeah. Just... Yep. And th- this movie really is... It just builds and builds and builds. It, it amplifies that the sane man <clears throat> in an insane world. Yeah. You know? At some point, it's just... And then finally, with what happens at the end... Yeah. That's Bam, it. there that's it goes, it. and fuck. And that's, like, I again, I was lucky. I grew up in an area where, you know, we both grew up in an area where, you know, you'd see, you'd be hanging out outside a cop would drive by, big deal. Okay, I knew hi, him. yeah. Whereas with this, if you're hanging out outside and a cop drives by, you, you might be getting frisked. Yeah. You might be getting taken in just because. Uh, it's a different world. It's and different. I, I always hate the lecturing you get from people who've never been there where it's like well no i've had rough times in my life like yes you've had rough times in your life the exception the outliers to your existence right is are the hard times these are folks to whom the outliers are oh wow something didn't something terrible didn't happen today right i gotta say it was a good day yes you know yeah nothing terrible happened yes Fucking hell! That's wonderful. Yeah, that's different. That's a different yeah. existence altogether. And it's like in uh, uh, Brazil when when folks win the World Cup and now the Olympics, people are saying, "Do not go touristing through the favelas. This is not a bad neighborhood that you understand. This is poverty, and it's a different world of poverty." Yeah, it's the Walking don't, Dead. Yeah, don't. Pre- pretend you understand it. Like, have you ever seen the movie City of God? If you haven't, you need to. Because like there's a scene where this kid, uh, this twenty something you know eight, 18 to twenty year old kid is in this woman's apartment and he's actually a kid from one of the slums mm. playing the part. They didn't turn the camera off. It was something they kept rolling. And the kids, is that a shower? Yeah, I've never seen one of those before. Yeah, that like that what? Holy shit! That 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 slams home in a different way. Yeah. Now now. 
Yeah. Imagine that young man in the favelas uh-huh. is being looked at by an untouchable in Calcutta mm-hmm. or Mumbai. Yes. Living literally. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Uh-huh. In a pile of waste. Yes. Yes. Step down. Think about that shit. That's us, man. Yeah. That is yep. you and me and everybody else. Uh-huh. Human beings. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's it's the Chris. And you're telling me to feel the burn and or Johnson or make America whatever again? Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> it's the Chris Rock statement. The lower down the socioeconomic ladder you get, the better boxers are. Yeah. Hey, black people are great. Puerto Ricans even better. And you know there's some Native American looking to whip his ass. Yeah. Like, yeah, the more fucked up shit gets. Uh, and Ugh. that's you you look at all this shit and it's real and it's divorced if you're able to listen to this <laughs> you're, you're, it's divorced you're, from you you're in the fucking yeah. capital from the hunger games <laughs> exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah you're listening to these two fat white guys in texas bitch about movies yeah oh good Welcome. lord <laughs> is we only had a few servants <laughs> jesus they had one servant in my time we we like hell and i I lived in Panama, and we drove by one of the favelas, what would be a favela in Panama. It's a smaller area. It was called Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And it just from the outside of it, all I thought was, I do not ever want to set foot in there. <laughs> and shit gets worse. Have you ever seen the Kowloon Walled City? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore. No. But it, it was the most densely populated space on the planet. It was, how big was it? It was like five city blocks squared. Yes. And literally a building all the way into the middle. Yikes. And the pictures that you see where it's like, yeah, this is on the ground floor in the middle of it. There is no natural light. The air is bad. Like, what the fuck? The kids go and play on the roofs. Or they have to dodge all of the TV aerials. And like, just, there are so many worlds that we don't get. And you know, it, something that pissed me off back in the day, when I used to listen to Dudley and Bob, uh, when everything that Bush said was wrong, you know, before everything uh, Obama said was wrong, right, right, everything Bush said was wrong. But the uh, Department of whatever came out with a thing where they stopped using the word hunger uh, and started using the word food security. Yes, and Dudley proved the most privileged white man ever when he's like, "Oh yeah, you're guess what? No, you're not hungry. Your problem's food security. No, no, it's not that you're hungry. Like, no, Dudley, you're hungry. Hunger." is fixed by a sandwich. Right. Food security means, cool, this sandwich might be the last thing I eat for the next two days. That's the difference. You are secure where your food is coming from. There are people in this country that aren't. There are people in this world who aren't. Folks who really don't. And granted, we aren't dealing with that here. I mean, these are broke guys who are fucking around up on the roof, dude, grilling hot dogs. No, no, no. That's it. But they are they are on that fringe. They're of, poor, to be yeah. sure, but not oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But you know, they're, they're poor with the community. Like looking at some of that shit again in Mumbai, an untouchable in Mumbai, living in literal filth, slumdog millionaire. Those slums ain't oh. <laughs> and then you imagine yeah. somebody looking at that being part of one of those. Really, really poor communities in South Africa living in, you know, the $200 corrugated aluminum shacks. And like everywhere you are, there is always a step down. There is always a step down. Absolutely. And that's what's so interesting with this is, yeah, there's a lot of focus on this area, but you do get the idea of this is a step. Mm-hmm. This is a step on this continuum. And these are folks who are mad because they can see what's possible, but they're stuck in an area where they don't think they'll ever be able to get there. Right. Hubert, he doesn't think he's going anywhere. No. He wants out. I've got to get out of here. But you can tell I'm I'm not getting out of here. This is where I, this is this is where I'm stuck forever. Right. And uh even more so in a society where upward mobility not really something anyone's um, giving a lot of attention to. Well, it's because nobody's familiar with it. Or trying to. Yeah, and remember, too, for a lot of these folks, the idea of what does upward mobility mean when you live in that area. Right. I mean, is that 
Well, getting to where I'm the guy selling the drugs (laughs) so that I can afford this stuff. And that's real. To quote uh, D.D. Ramon, I'm not a Negro man. I don't understand what a Rolex watch would be like. That the, realize it is a community where a Rolex does mean wow you have moved up into the next step. Oh wow you've got all new Nike finery on. Right. You have moved up. For us it's wow you've moved to a bigger house. Right. You now yeah, have yeah, yeah, excellent. You are able to go on this vacation. Right. Whereas with them it's with this area it's oh you've got enough money to buy somebody else one of the hot dogs that this guy's cooking on the makeshift grill on the roof of the abandoned building right huzzah mm-hmm. it's perspective right. and the fact that i think you've reached a level of maturity when you're able to say mine is not the only one of course yeah and how many people don't get that um most of them most yeah it's like, no, no, everything's like me. That's right. Everything is just like me, and anyone it's not is weird, strange, should be punished. It's uh, something that, uh, I, I forget what, what the concept, psychological concept of it is, but uh, Malcolm Gladwell talked about it in one of mm. his books where it's like, like a child who loves goldfish crackers cannot conceive of anyone who doesn't love goldfish crackers. Right. Like when I was a kid, my mom, there was this audio recording that we had. All I wanted was this little Mickey Mouse roller coaster for Christmas. Right. And it was a you know, little thing where it pushes the, the little Mickey Mouse on wheels and whips around. And all I could think anybody wanted for Christmas was a Mickey Mouse roller coaster. <laughs> sure. And there was her, so what do you think Grandpa wants for Christmas? A Mickey Mouse roller coaster. Have you fucking seen this thing? You seen it? It's a, it's a Mickey Mouse roller coaster. What the? Stop fucking up, old man. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. Woo! You just don't get it. You just don't get it. <laughs> Woo! It's a roller coaster with Mickey Mouse. But that... And that's the thing. With this, it is... You know that this guy's familiar with this area. Yeah. And he's showing us what he's familiar with. And again, the when you... I remember, I think, you know, I saw this 10 years ago. We watched this, like, you know, maybe nine years ago, eight years ago. Whatever. Yeah, whilst Whenever this drinking came out, way too much. Yeah, whilst drinking, we watched it, and we're like, yeah, okay, I don't get it. I get, uh, 2007, so yeah, this is about nine years ago. Yeah. But I think that the two of us at that time still, you know, we were we were in our, our early 30s. We hadn't, you're still, you're still... You've yep. finished cooking, but you're still settling. <laughs> That's right. I'm still resting. Yeah. But now I think looking at it, it's this, oh, wow. Okay, I'm understanding this because of X, Y, and Z. It's the beauty of getting older, if, if you're lucky, yeah. you gain some perspective. Yeah, and that's the thing. You have to be looking to gain perspective. That helps, too. How many people do we know who've gotten older and are still held so tightly on to that fury they possessed as a young man? Oh, my. Like, you know, the... Sometimes you got to be willing and able to look at people you agree with and say, "I don't know, I think you're wrong." Yeah, about and, and, this, and it's okay, and explain yourself. Otherwise, you go yeah. down terrible roads that exactly. can lead to ho- who knows what. Yeah, hello, Akbar. <laughs> I'm a believer in. Uh, I use the term a lot. Zero sum game. Oh yeah, life and politics and ideas are not a zero sum game. And what a zero sum game is means. Uh, one winner, everything else loser. (laughs) One win, everything else loser. Life is, sadly, more like soccer football than American football. Oh, you mean association football? Association football, yes. Where, uh, you know what, you won this game, but you only scored one goal. And these folks, uh, there's a balance to it. There's a lot of other shit going on. Winning doesn't necessarily nail it down. There's a lot of other shit going on. Yes. And the minute that you're able to realize it, where it's like, oh, hey, I think that's fucked up. I'm in favor of this. That does not mean I'm opposed to everything else. Yeah. Balance. Yeah. And this really, like, I again, I remember not caring for it the first time we watched it, but now just being like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of riveted by what's going on here. This I mean, is, how, the story itself and how it's written is very solid. Yes. The acting uh-huh. is very solid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ab- Above anything else, the subject matter is not nothing new. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of that kind of thing going on. However, yeah, yeah. what sets this apart for me anyway is how it's all put together, right? And how it's shot. Oh God, yeah, the, just the, makes it much more interesting. Visuals, to watch. film is a visual medium. Yeah, it's visual medium. Visual. Yeah, 
this is so just th- th- that one point where I'm like, this is still the same shot, isn't it? Yeah, even though for me the story is like, yeah, I gotta see where it's going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because of how it's shot, it keeps it moving. Yeah, it keeps me interested. But even with that, the ending of it well, the, was it, a total surprise. Of course, like, Whoa. but I mean, you yeah. know, you you realize things aren't going to get better. No, uh, yeah, I, I yeah. sit around going, and that's when they all win a million dollars. Yeah, and then and then that's when Hubert becomes the boxing champion. Yes, yeah. yeah, Hubert comes back to find, hello, the police have rebuilt your boxing Look gym, and everything's wonderful. Everything's the communities great. come together. There Country was, ham for all. Yeah, while you were gone, there was a music number and a montage. People repainting it, and And it was so wacky because that one little kid painted himself into a corner. Literally, that was wonderful. I didn't, you know, didn't expect. I didn't expect what I saw. Yeah. Oh no. uh -uh. Of course. But the subject matter is what it is, right? But how it's done, really good. Really was absolutely, and that, ah, man, it's 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 one of those things where I hate that there are folks I know who seeing this would react in a oh well they should just like. Uh, yes, of course. The the lack of not empathy but desire to see something from another person's point of view or desire to even attempt to understand like this is a different point of view and I have to approach it differently. Even looking at it and, and knowing that you you will never understand it. Yeah, yes. That's my that's my position. I don't exactly, understand that. Yeah. I've never I don't know that. Yeah. I I thankfully I've been will a never tourist yeah. in that shit. I have ne- no, yeah. cl- no clue. No concept and couldn't even begin to nope. have one. And I'm not going to say I, I could. Yeah. So. Because there is nothing. I can tell you right now, white people, there is nothing more insulting than, oh, no, I understand what, I understand where African Americans are coming from. No. You know, you've and been to no, school no. for a year or two and you think you've seen it all. It's a, uh, it. <laughs> your again, daddy's car thinking you'll go far. It, it bears yeah. mentioning. Yeah. Um, like the wild whites of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that poor white trash knows what in the fuck yeah. white privilege means. No, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Lest anyone think that Chomsky is my co-pilot. No, not at all. Not fuck, at all. Fuck, they don't know what that even means. Mm-hmm. They can't wrap their half-toothed mouths around the word. No. Nope. Privilege. Nope. Nope. Ask some dirt poor coal miner whose life livelihood and family is being starved on the gamble of it's our fault. Yeah. Your job is gone. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Because uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Older bear. Yeah. I mean well Fuck tell you. Tell Vince yeah. that he's privileged. Tell Vince that, like, he's privileged. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, just want to yeah, yeah that in for balance, fair right. balance. Yeah. That's what we do here. Yeah, and again, part of that is too because the folks who carp about it being a universal privilege thing—that's right. Are it's the not folks uni- who white privilege yeah. is not universal. Yeah. Privileged are privileged. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's but, it. And, but and it's also because it is very privileged people saying that. Correct. Maybe folks who grew up poor and now are very privileged. It's right. like you're still. So you want to get out of jail? Yeah. Have resources, not justice. Exactly. Ask OJ. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that is exactly what it boils down to. You got the money. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you might get harassed more, but this, but also with wild and wonderful white. So you you're, you're living in that area, of West Virginia. Your last name is White, and you're trying to go to school and be a good student. Yeah. <laughs> good luck to you. Good luck. Good luck to you. Yeah. Oh, so man. anyway. Yeah. But this good movie. This is a very solid movie. And again, I was like, God, should we just skip this? Because I just don't think we're gonna. I don't know. I'm so fucking glad no, we didn't. No, no. I really this good. This really nailed it, and it is a tale for our time. A tale for our time. J.K. Simmons. Sure. J.K. Simmons is stretching them back legs out, going, "That's right. That's a very good movie. I think that everyone would enjoy." That's right. <laughs> God damn, I love that dog. So yeah. Um. So next week, hold on. I'm just gonna start going sexy. Well, no, no, wrong one. Go sexy to get us out of here. Um. Next week. Because I bought some new Criterion, technically should jump back for the new Akira Kurosawa I got, but fuck that. We are watching Billy Wilder's Ace in the Hole nice. from 1951. This is spine number 396, and goddamn, it is so good. Cool. So fucking good. And then after that, there's going to have to be a conversation because we're going to have to choose between Akira Kurosawa's High and Low or 
Andre Tarkovsky's Ivan's Childhood. And I think maybe going with a Russian, because we haven't seen a Russian yet. Yeah, that's true. And boy, we've seen, up to this point, we've done uh, Seven Samurai, uh, Yojimbo, Sanyuro, Ikiru, uh, how, uh, the, the, the fucking Throne of Blood. Yeah. So we've done five Kurosawa. I think our sixth, that'll wait a little while. We could, we could hold back on that some, you know. Because Big Kurosawa. Yeah, because what's coming up next will be Ivan's Childhood. Then the last emperor. Nice. So there is some fucking gorgeousness coming up. Cool. Simmons like I enjoy all manner of cinema. This is a wonderful place to be. I gotta say this chair is very comfortable and it's a real good day. Any time, any chance to tell me watching any pornographies? No, sorry, buddy. Oh, sorry. Pornographies. <laughs> so, check us out at www.thefilmthings.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. We're on Twitter and Facebook. Call us at five one two six 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 rants. Or the underscore film underscore thugs on Skype. Uh, you can also email us at thefilmthugs at gmail.com. Uh, man, right now, I'm just... Everything that happens in the world just makes me roll my eyes. There was a joke somebody said a long time ago that I agree with. The reason the next Game of Thrones book is taking so long to come out is because George R. R. Martin stopped writing it because he's busy writing 2016. Let that word resound. See you next week.